walking down the road to your favorite comic shop, Chronicle Comics. It's an okay day. Not too hot, not real cold, a little cloudy, but not really rainy. You open the door and walk in, the ding of the bell letting the clerk know that someone's arrived. And you head over to the wall with your favorite comic, Cape Chronicles. On this cover, Remix. Standing, looking confused, against a white background. At the bottom of the comic, it reads, Fractured, Part 4. Remix, it's been a couple weeks, and your communicator device has been pretty quiet. You haven't heard from Falcon Girl, haven't heard from Royale. I mean, it's kind of hard to hear from Quasi-Raptor, but uh, you haven't really heard from him either. Uh, you haven't had any nagging messages from Rapid Falcon saying, hey, we need to get together for training sessions. No real communication. So, what have you been up to with this unexpected time off from the team? Um, I've been just kind of focusing on my content creation grind. I think, um, you know, finding some, you know, some, some new trends to maybe take in, whether it be, I don't know, like a, just some kind of trend in trying to incorporate it in some new uh, remix that I've made or uh, remixing anything like that, whether it be, you know, we're doing a, uh, my money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds remix or something. And, um, mm -hmm. just trying to focus on that and, um, also pretend like I'm not hurt just a little bit that, you know, I haven't had anybody from the team reach out to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I think going along with that, you know, your audience has been paying attention. And speaking of your audience, uh, could you go ahead and roll for your content creator slash life balance move for the beginning of session? Yes. Let me look up what I need to do for that. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Here we go. It's plus superior. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. All right. Uh, just as a refresher for the audience, at the start of each session, roll plus appear. On a hit, you're able to maintain your life balance. On a seven and nine, you choose one from this list, but you also take a minus one forward on rolls involving your audience uh, to represent the segment that feels like you're starting to fall off. Uh, your fan sent you something that will come in handy. Hold one and spend to describe what that item is. The comment section is incredibly positive, clear condition. Gain influence over a larger public figure who saw your content and enjoyed it. Name that individual. Or, you feel like you're firmly in control of who you are and who you're becoming. Shift one label up and one label down, your choice. Um... Hmm... I'm trying to see if I have any conditions that I have right now. I don't have any conditions or anything, so... Mm. I will, I think it just kind of makes narrative sense based on where I kind of am right now. I'm going to move superior down one and I'm going to move danger up one. 
Interesting. And what's got Remix feeling that kind of move going on with that? Uh, I think, I think just feeling a little bit more um, distant from the team, um, just having a bit more uh, time away, and honestly feeling a bit angry about it. And so I think um, that is kind of showing up in how he just interacts with others. And so, yeah, I think that's probably a little bit where it's coming out more physical anger, I suppose, is just kind of how he's kind of feeling about it. Yeah, absolutely. And so would it stand to reason that, you know, if Remix heard about a, uh, you know, a big, like, barn party rave kind of thing going on, mm -hmm. might you know, consider, like, just throwing himself into going out and having a good time for a night? Uh, yeah, sure. I think so. And I think what happens is that you do have a good time. You let loose. Uh, you know a couple of the people throwing it. Uh, you get up, do a couple little cuts. Uh, just mainly, but mainly just go out and have a good time vibing. I think the time of night comes where Remix is just kind of like, no time to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, are you calling an Uber like you usually do, or how are you looking to get home? Uh, I think I'm going to look for one of those scooters that I can rent to um, just uh, rent and kind of feel the wind on my face as I kind of go. And I also want to pop in some headphones. And I think it's because of the experience of being in the Uber and having really awkward drivers that I'm just like, OK, how can I get around the town using a rideshare like system without having to deal with people and scooters are the thing? Yep, they're absolutely the rage. So, I think that, you know, this barn party is a little out of the way, but I think you're, you know, able to walk. You know that nearby is, you know, a little bit of a uh, cheap rent area where a lot of college students will, uh, you know, go and they'll set up their rent there and a few of them do like to just kind of like bring the scooters back to there. Uh, you're able to go along with that. You ride in it for a little while. After probably about uh, 10 minutes, enough to where you're not quite back to where the scooters are mainly popular, but a little too far to just walk back and try and grab another, the uh, scooter battery dies. <sighs> Of course. Um, and I think Remix is, uh, first off, going to pull out his phone and try to see if he has a uh, cell signal and uh, try to see if the app will indicate if there are any other scooters that are nearby and then also want to indicate that there is a problem with his scooter. So try probably pull up the app there and um, sit in there fiddling with my phone. Pop open the app. You don't see any scooters that are located nearby. And you, like, get on for support, letting you, letting them know that there's a problem with the scooter that you were on. The person on the other end kind of, like, types back in. It's like, we're very sorry about that. Uh, would you like a complimentary preferred ride to your location? 
Sure. Uh, not even really knowing what a preferred ride is, but just leaves it as sure. All right, and then it pops up with like the uh, listing uh, for preferred. Uh, it looks like it's a new service and uh, it gives a bunch of like check boxes that you can fill out for uh, things that you're looking to have, like no talking ride, uh, you know, specific types of vehicles, uh, just a lot more customizable options and a lot more preferences available. Okay. Um, so definitely select no talking ride, definitely select an SUV, um, and also select, um, imagines that there's a option for music of some kind and no music because I'm just going to be listening to music in my headphones on my phone. And so uh, select all of those options and then everything else. I don't really care. So I just leave it blank and submit it and then say, okay, so do I just talk to you, the support person, for what to expect next? Or They basically just go on to say that, you know, as far as the platform goes, it's basically the same thing that you're used to. And I think as soon as, like, it pings up on your phone that you've got your, you know, that a driver's available looks like it pops the chat person pops up it's like oh it looks like you've got somebody who is available that's matching all of your wants uh it is a black 2020 escalade and the driver been with us for years and has never had any negative marks on their record okay sounds good to me you know i think that within like the next like two minutes this mm -hmm. black escalade pulls up and um i think doesn't even like do like reaching out like the asking like hey is this gerald mm -hmm. uh, just kind of like rolls down enough for a thumb to come out the wind thumbs up to come out the window <laughs> i'm gonna uh, also give a thumbs up and then just start to uh, open up the uh, back seat and slide in. For someone who's used rideshare services as many times as Remix has, this Escalade is clean. You know that they have to have like they have to have like a portable uh, vacuum, power powerful vacuum in here. You can't even tell that there's been anyone sitting in this car before. The temperature is at a real nice gauge. Like, mm -hmm. not too hot, not too cold for the weather, just that, you know, nice sweet spot. They are just kind of like wearing a black polo, from what you can see. Wavy brown hair, you can tell it's wavy from where it's tied back, and it's a little long. They have on glasses, whether it's just the light reflections outside, you can't really see the eyes, it just kind of like shines across them, and they just give a nod to you as you get in and get situated, and they start going no talking they don't have any music going on uh so while i'm just kind of in the car i'm gonna just take in a little bit of the car for maybe like the first 30 seconds or so as we're driving along like looking around like just noting how clean the car is and everything like that seeing you know if anything kind of jumps out to me other than that and then you know after we get going for about 30 seconds to a minute making sure we're on 
on track to get where we're going, I'll just kind of pull out my phone and start scrolling through, you know, different social medias, checking on my platforms and, you know, seeing any notifications. Of course, there's, there's never a time where I check my phone and there's not a notification, but kind of just uh, looking to see what notifications there are and, you know, what comments I'm kind of getting, those kinds of things. Yeah, and, you know, you hit, like, the simple ones like Insta and Twitter real quick just because those are usually the quickest checks for you. You know, with all the content creation you do, all the videos and everything, uh, you know, TikTok's one of your bigger ones. Uh, but a funny thing happens when you go over to TikTok. You know, you usually have to deal with, like, at least the beginning of, like, some video playing as you're waiting for it to get over and load up all your notifications, especially how many you've got. Mm-hmm. But there isn't any kind of sound coming from the videos. You find that weird because the first one that pops up when you open up TikTok is from somebody you follow, and all of theirs are, like, constant, like, dances. Uh, tell me a little bit about this person that you follow that's, like, a lot of dances with the music behind it. Um, I follow... I follow actually like a super gifted, like nine-year-old kid uh, that uh, has basically like a classic like b-boy kind of look to them. Like they're usually wearing like a full Adidas uh, sweatsuit, tracksuit kind of thing. Uh, and they do a lot of like b-boy dance moves and things like that, but also like a... I don't know if you're familiar with like the Jabberwockies or that kind of thing, but like that kind of dancing as well. Um, in addition to like your traditional kinds of b-boy moves. Um, and so just uh, constantly does a lot of that kind of stuff. And so um, they also um, used one of my remixes for one of their dance videos, which is actually how I kind of, you know, came across them to begin with of just utilizing my remix and dancing to it. And, you know, I kind of commented some emojis on it and they pinned my comment. And so uh, that kind of was, you know, a shared kind of interaction that we had there through their, their content. And so, um, yeah, I, I kind of followed them and uh, they seem to be doing really well on TikTok. And so I always like to keep tabs on what other people are doing. Absolutely. It's the best way to, you know, see how trends are going and, Try and not only you know, stay with them, but see what's coming next. And, uh, but yeah, I think you, uh, you notice that there's no sound playing from it, which seems strange. Normally it's just kind of like reflex to you to hit your inbox button and everything and get over to that. But you swipe up and like, there's another video that's not playing. You know this one is talking because it's your good friend Cutspiracy Theory. <laughs> and... They're going on about something, and you can see their mouth moving, their arms are waving in the air. This one, thankfully, you don't have to listen to because there's still no sound coming from it. Mm -hmm. As you go and check on more video, you check your settings. Your settings should all be playing sound. Nothing's, like, set to mute. Mm -hmm. But just nothing's playing any kind of sound. Um, and... Remix is actually going to, like, just, like, snap his fingers to try to check to make sure he still has hearing. <laughs> like, am I deaf now? Uh, you snap your fingers, and 
there's no sound in the vehicle. You can't hear anything. And as you go to snap, you notice that like, as you're driving by, there's some cars whizzing by. No sounds coming from that either. Uh, and um, Remix is gonna try to, um, is there any like barrier between me and the driver or is it just like a regular Escalade? Like, is it like? It, it looks to you like a regular Escalade. Uh, okay. I think this would be a, maybe, I think now that you're really kind of noticing things going on, mm-hmm. uh, and ass- assess the situation. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Let me do that. Uh, that has me at eight. All right. So you can ask one from the following list, and you get to take a plus one while you're acting on the answers. Mm-hmm. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? Or how can you best end this quickly? Hmm. I think... Um, what here is the biggest threat? No, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I think what I'll ask actually is... Um, what here can I use to get out of the vehicle? <laughs> I think you are looking around. Mm-hmm. You notice that now that you, you know, kind of like paying attention and looking, um, mm-hmm. it looks like the door handles on the inside mm-hmm. are just kind of decoration. Like you try and like, you know, open the door and you can see that like the red mm-hmm. dots are on, that the doors are locked, but... Mm-hmm. You know that unless child locks are are on, that should your door should still open. <laughs> but right. the opening the door handle just kind of doesn't work. In fact, it comes off in your hand, and you can see that it was just a piece that was affixed onto the door. Um, Great. You see that like up on the steering wheel there are a number of buttons, and mm-hmm. you imagine that like opening the door is probably one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Though, I don't know if you can exactly tell uh, which one it is. And I think at this point, in the rearview mirror, you can just kind of see, like, this dark grin appear on this guy's face as mm-hmm. his left hand kind of goes up to his mouth, mimicking a one of those shh motions and he hits another button and the SUV kind of begins to fill up with like a green fog, which normally these kind of things would have like some kind of whoosh sound effect as they start going off. But Mm -hmm. in this silent cab, there's nothing. Um, well, shit. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Remix is just going to panic a bit here, um, and the, take that handle and just try to, like, smash the window, um, and then also try to, um, 
Yeah, I guess we'll just start with that. We'll try to smash the window. All right, we'll go ahead and give me an act under pressure roll. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to have you roll that plus danger to escape. Mm -hmm. uh, on a hit, the action will succeed. Uh, on the 10 plus, it completely goes off without a hitch. On a 7 and 9, I'll give you a worse outcome, a price to pay, or a hard choice. Okay. Uh, plus danger. I think that's a zero now. Um, so that's an eight. All right. Uh, so you are smashing this window, but mm -hmm. it's like very slow cracking and you can kind of feel yourself getting woozy with this, with this like sleep gas that's effectively coming. Um, you're at that point now where you don't know whether it would be whether you would be able to make it. Mm -hmm. You can keep trying to smash the glass mm -hmm. and you might be able to get out mm -hmm. before this gas overtakes you. Mm -hmm. Or you can try and go after the driver and risk putting you and other people in danger. Yeah, I'm going to switch targets to the driver now. Um and going to try to um so is he exposed to the to the gas too or does he have like a mask or something on now uh, it, from what you can tell it looks like he's being exposed to the gas but it doesn't seem to be affecting him he for all you know he could have some kind of immunity he could just be letting mm -hmm. himself fall under this but you're not quite sure but you what you can tell is from any outward appearance it doesn't look like he's got any sort of protective barrier from this uh gas okay and from me um yeah i am going to i'm just gonna try to incapacitate him i guess um yeah, I see no other options. I can't use my powers, I imagine, because it's all just sound-based, and there is no sound in here. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try to incapacitate this guy, I think. Yeah, go ahead and give me a directly engage a threat. Uh, that is also with danger. All right. That's a whopping seven. Hey, it's still just barely a success. Uh, nice. When you directly engage a threat uh, on a hit, you trade blows. On a seven and nine, you can pick one from resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, I am going to. I'm going to take something from him. Uh, yeah. What do you want to take from him? Um, I want to take. I will take something, let's say that he has a book in his jacket or pocket, um, like, a, like a little notebook, and I'm going to take that from him. Sure, yeah, you are able to take that from him. Mm -hmm. But I, And I don't think that he necessarily deals you a blow himself. What I think happens here... Mm -hmm is you're reaching up, you're struggling with him, trying to, like, elbow him, trying to, like, 
grab mm-hmm. onto whatever you can, and you take this book from him. Mm-hmm. It seems that having been fighting with you mm-hmm. has caused him to lose paying attention to the road. This is going to end well. And I think the blow that you take is from him slamming on the brakes to not rear-end somebody. Mm-hmm. And since you were halfway up already, you are driven up to the front uh, in the basically head and shoulders go down into the uh, footwell of the passenger seat. And it is not a comfortable landing. Go ahead and roll to take a powerful blow for me. That is rolling plus conditions. Okay. And normally Um, this would be something that might be just a condition, but -hmm. you're starting to feel a bit woozy from this gas. Got you. Um, Let me do that. Ooh, that's a 12. Mm, Powerful blows are the one roll in this game where you want to roll low. Yeah, that's why I'm like, not great. (laughs) Yeah. So on a 10 plus... You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. Mm-hmm. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Mm-hmm. Or two options from the 7 and 9 list, which are lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Um, I feel like I've already lost my powers in this interaction. Um, or control of myself. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to give ground and mark two conditions. Um, so I think I'm going to, uh, mark hopeless and, uh, angry yeah yeah those are those are definitely conditions that you would be feeling right now given the situation Mm -hmm. you're now stuck in this footwell Mm -hmm. you can't hear anything nothing there's no like sound there wasn't even the sound of like the brakes screeching as you were flung forward now you just kind of have this guy you just feel, you don't hear the flax hitting you, but you just feel the thud of him, like, punching you as you're, as you're there. Trying, he's trying to do something as you're drive as he's driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Um, mm-hmm. well, I am a little bit of a pickle here. Um, you reference some of my moves. Well, I think... I think I'm gonna try to, cause so my my head is in the the well, and so like my feet are like up on top of the seat, correct? Yeah, you can. They're kind of like kicking a little bit, but you could definitely mm-hmm. like feel your way with them to get like a solid footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm actually going to try to, uh, just from the direction that I feel the punches coming from, and also just, you know, 
guessing generally where he is in relation to where I am. I'm just going to blindly start kicking <laughs> um, from where I am because at this point I'm taking these conditions. I'm freaking out. I'm just, this is not tactician mode. <laughs> I'm just blindly kicking this man trying to get him in the head. <laughs> I feel like Royale would be proud. Go ahead and give me a directly engage a threat. Uh, right. We do... Oh, this is more violence, of course. Um, let me double check to make sure I don't have any other things. Um, okay, so this neither of those affect directly engage a threat. Okay, um, so yeah, that is a four. Oof. So still miss. Yeah, I think you can feel like... You're connecting with him, but just where you're stuck right now, just there's a big vent blowing this gas down onto you. Mm -hmm. um, you can just kind of feel the power in your kicks uh, just weakening. I think you, like, close your eyes for a second, mm -hmm. and then you open them. And you remember the one SpongeBob episode where Squidward wanted to be alone? Yeah, 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 I remember that one. That's uh, that's what Remix is kind of at right now. Just a big white void all around him. Oh, lovely. I'm assuming it's also silent here. Uh, do you make any kind of move to try and figure that out? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, soon after gaining consciousness, um, same snap. Trying to snap and see if you can hear anything. Uh, you hear it just fine. It's just that nice, loud right next to your ear okay um and it doesn't sound like off like no echo or anything just normal snap i mean there's a bit of an echo because you're mm -hmm. not quite sure how big this uh void goes as you snap mm -hmm. you can hear well hey there champ remix what was remix's like favorite character as a child <laughs> favorite character as a child um Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, Remix's favorite character as a child uh, was a, a green dinosaur um, that went by the name Hip Hop Henry. <laughs> and he um, is like a typical children's show character um, with the exception that he is just, for some reason, really into hip hop. And there would be dance battles on his show and it was just an all-around good time and so i think that's that was remix's favorite character as a child in the air kind of next to where you just snapped pops mm -hmm. this this comfort creature it's almost like a small like anime cartoon version of hip-hop henry and he just kind of floating there with you. He's like, "What's what's going on, champ? How you doing?" Uh, I mean, you tell me. I I was fighting some guy in a car, and here I am, and I haven't thought about you, and I don't even know how long. So I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh. That's silence. Uh, he's a he's a real rough customer. I'll tell you what. 
Oh, was was that was that his name, Silence? Yeah, that's uh, that's his name. He's uh, he's real bad. He gets uh, he definitely throws people off their game. Cause uh, I'll tell you, boy, he likes to uh, he likes things real quiet. He's a big fan of that. He doesn't like when things get loud. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a real mean guy, and his power is like sound negation. He's a he's a big villain. But I guess you already knew that, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, typically heroes don't go around knocking people out, kidnapping them. You know, typically. I'll, I'll tell you what, this kind of liminal space, it's where he likes to hold people. Uh, I'm kind of a... I'm kind of a psychosomatic effect from this gas. I, uh... <laughs> you know, I don't like to brag, but just kind of explain to people that, you know, they're going to a place where they won't have to worry anymore about the daily runaround of life. Because, uh, he's, he's not going to kill you. At least, not that I know of. But by the time you get wherever you're going, I've, the gas is worn off and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of here to, I'm just kind of here to, uh, you know, help make the journey pleasant. I always kind of take the shape of something that brings a lot of comfort to the people, you know? I mean, I guess out of all of the things that you could have been, I guess it's, it's kind of cool that you're, you're hip-hop Henry, at least, I guess. Yeah, so you seem like you've been kind of lonely there, Slugger. You want to talk about what's been on your mind? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, why not open up to my childhood dinosaur friend um i guess i just feel angry all the time there's a lot of stuff in the world that'll make you feel angry but you got anything uh you got anything specific that's making you angry? Like, can you nail down what's making you angry? Because the best way to work through your anger is to be able to put a pin in what's getting you feeling so, uh, you know, hulked out. <laughs> you know, I think I'm really just... I think if I really had to, to think about why I feel angry, I think it's because on one level I feel angry because, you know, my... My teammates or my friends, I don't even know if they're my friends at this point, but it feels like they're, you know, they just, they do these things without me, they don't include me, or, or you know, I just don't really know what's going on, feeling like I'm a part of the team, and so in one way I'm angry with them, and then I think in other ways I'm angry with myself for just not really feeling like... I am honest with them, I guess, you know, and that maybe gets in the way of, you know, uh, feeling like I'm, like I am connected to them or, or that they can trust me or that, you know, they really even know, you know, who I am because, you know, there is content creation me and then I think there's you know, me, when I go home, you know, there's, there's Remix, and, and then there's Gerald, you know, and so, I think I'm just angry, you know, at, at myself, and also a little bit angry at them, but, you know, maybe a bit of both of those things. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and 
Boy, I'll tell you, you know, when I was your age, I sure wasn't as self-aware as you are, because I was, I was mad about a lot of things, too. You seem like you got a, you got a good head on your shoulder there to be able to identify that, you know, not everybody can know every aspect of you. Anyway, you know, it's, you got that, you got that healthy perspective that, like, it's not just on them. You know, there's parts of you that you don't know. There's parts of them that you don't know. You know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. But you got a good start on there. Now, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you a little something that uh, I don't give a lot of people. At least I don't think I do. You know, I'm created by this gas for each person. So I just assume that, you know, I'm giving this stuff to people in their in their minds, but it's their minds. I don't go between. But the mind is a powerful thing. This void is just kind of a blank canvas there, Gerald. And I bet you could use it to kind of create something. And what I'm going to do now is post into the uh, player custom move list mm -hmm. a custom move. What else would I post in there? <laughs> create something with your mind. Within the mental landscape silence has you trapped within, you attempt to create something out of nothing. When you try to create something, roll plus superior. On a 10 plus, choose one from the list below. On a 7 and 9, choose two. On a miss, what you try to create will become twisted due to the mental stress you're under. You create something harmful you didn't intend to make. You forgot an important piece of what you were creating. Mm -hmm. The creation triggers a blocked memory to resurface. Mark a condition. Or, your creation is noticed by silence, it becomes temporary or unstable. Um, I am going to try to, I'm just going to try to create, uh, my room, um, my room at home and, uh, just try to like recreate the, the whole place with my little brother and everything there and just, cause I think that's where I want to be now. <laughs> and so just trying to create that, I think, in, the, in that space. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and give me a uh, roll plus superior. Uh, oh, this is a good roll. That is... I'm just looking for my sheet. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> I have... It's a 12. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so... Uh... You can just choose one from the list. Let's go with... I'll say, actually, I'll say that my creation is noticed by silence. Um, yeah. All I'll right. Uh, do you want it to be temporary or unstable? I'll say that it's unstable. Uh, yeah, you, uh, I think your room uh, pops in. Uh, you're sitting on your bed, and uh, Hip Hop Henry is just kind of floating by your head. Well, you see, you you got it pretty well right away. It's a that's a real good job. You got a good head on your shoulders, Remix. Um, well, thanks, Hip Hop Henry. You know, I, that means a lot coming from you. Even though, am I telling myself that, or are you... <laughs> who knows? I yeah. Weird. And uh, I think that coming from downstairs, mm -hmm. uh, you hear your mom calling, Gerald, time for breakfast. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, uh, I'll be right there, I guess. 
and uh, yeah, I'll just start making my way there. So you start heading downstairs, mm-hmm. and is is your house? Is, is your parents like kind of have like the whole kind of setup of uh, like family photos on the walls lining the stairs, or what kind of like layout does this house have? Oh, definitely, it's a family photos completely like lining the entire staircase all the way down family photos all in the living room parents are like super proud of every single accomplishment ever of the kids so like if there was a a third grade graduation there was Mm going to be a picture that was framed and put up in the living room somewhere um so for both gerald and his brother there's just pictures all over the house um you know and so there's there's also just like little um like handmade like kids art in different little spots too whether it be you know a little uh clay like ashtray or something that was mm-hmm. just made in like kindergarten uh parents don't even smoke but made an ashtray because that was a simple thing to create as a child uh, and uh just those kinds of things are are all over the place yeah, and you can hear from, uh, the, from you know the dining room of there, uh, your brother's voice saying, "Come on, Gerald, we're waiting for you." And do uh do you have a family pet at all? Um. Yes, there is a family dog. It's a. It is a little corgi. And uh, names are hard. Um, <laughs> let's say, let's say their name is Lucy, Lucy the Corgi. Well, I think uh, you come downstairs and you're looking at the pictures. You know, you go past yours, and it's obviously, of course, it's going to be one of those ones with, like, like your senior pictures, the big portrait in the middle. And all along, you got, like, that circle going around from, like, kindergarten, first grade, all the school pictures going around it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see another one for your brother, Gerald. And as you're going down, you kind of, like, notice it, look down, and then look back. Your head whips back. Mm-hmm. And you notice in this creation world, you, you know what your brother looks like, but those are all pictures of Quasi-Raptor in that frame. Hmm. And you kind of look at that and you step down a step and you see the family picture of you. And it's got you next to a, a Bryson-sized Quasi-Raptor. Mm-hmm. And your dad's standing behind you, only it's not your dad, it's Rapid Falcon. Your mom, where she should be, a Falcon girl. And in this family photo, corgi body, scowling head, is Royale. Huh. And I think that uh, Henry kind of looks at this and like, Well, say, buddy, I don't think that's, uh, that's quite your family in this uh, creation, is it? Uh, I mean... Not, not my family, no. I mean, I think these people are all important in my life, but, I mean, 
not my family at all. I mean, some of these people kind of annoying. And maybe a bit pretentious, full of themselves, maybe. But, you know, yeah, not my family, though. Well, uh, you know, I can certainly say that they must have some certain, some importance for you on some level. Uh, but let's go on down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, keep on having fun with this fever dream, I guess, while it lasts. And I think that, you know, you walk down the stairs and the house, the stairs go on for far longer than your actual stairs do. It just seems like for a, just a moment, like every step you take kind of gets further along. It kind of transforms from your house to Rapid Falcon's base. You see that, you know, going up and just kind of barking at everybody is the uh, Royal Corgi, you know, kind of like snapping at people. <laughs> you know, you see that Falcon Mom is kind of like going around trying to like calm down Oh, the calm down the royal gi <laughs> and trying to keep quasi Bryson from like getting into everything. Mm -hmm. And Rapid Falcon is at the uh, computer desk at the base, but he's, you know, that stereotypical like dad, just like not paying attention to the chaos that's going on around him, just like reading a newspaper. And every now and then, like, taking a sip from a coffee cup. Yeah, just all this chaos going down, and everybody kind of, like, looks over. The newspaper folds down a little bit as you walk into the room. Falcon Girl's like, oh, oh, Remix. Oh, I'm so glad that you're, that you're down here. Could you help out with your brother a little bit? Uh, sure. Um... Bryson quasi wrapped I don't whatever your name is uh you wanna you wanna like play some games on my phone Bryson Raptor gets to play with Gerald very excited yeah yeah you know I mean just like whatever it takes to like have you stop like whatever it is that you're doing in here I don't I don't really know I don't really care we, we could just yeah yeah that's cool let's just and you hear the barking of the Ralgi just go, fruh, fruh. oh yeah, just go ahead and treat Quasi like a child like you always do. Ruff, ruff, ruff. You know what? You've been doing way too much barking lately. Keep it up and we're putting a muzzle on you. <laughs> and gonna leave it at that because I'm self-satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if you're gonna get the chance to actually say anything to, uh, to any of these folk before whatever silence does uh, comes up. You know, is there anything that, you know, you wanted to say to these, you know, folks? You know, you could always practice here. What's the worst that can happen? I mean, you create another uh, mindscape where they don't remember any of it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, although it feels weird talking to this weird amalgamation of people. I don't know if I can have an honest conversation with 
Royale as a corgi. Yeah, that does seem strange, huh? You could always try and create a new one if you wanted. And honestly, like, what does it say if I have Falcon Girl as my mom? You know what? I don't want to unpack that, actually. Let's not unpack that. That feels really <laughs> weird. And yeah, I'm actually just not going to do that at all. Let's create something totally different. Uh, totally removed from all of this. And let's just creates a normal version of the team um, in the Rapid Falcon base. All right, go ahead and give me a create something with your mind roll. All right, let's do it. A da -da 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 -da. It is 11. 11, all right. Uh, yeah, you get to just choose one from the list below again. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that I forgot an important piece of what I was creating. I don't know what I want that to be, but. <laughs> I think that you create the base and it not much changes, but uh, around the room, just certain different aspects kind of like pop away like bubbles and just in their places kind of reform the people on your team. You get a quasi-raptor, uh, pops up, just, oh, Remix, it's been so long since Quasi seen you. Do you have chicken? Uh, not not today, Quasi. I don't have any chicken today. Oh, that's okay. It's nice to seek Remix. And then, kind of from a little bit behind you over the shoulder, you can hear, Yeah, it's nice of you to finally show up again. And, of course, you turn to see uh, Royale standing there, arms crossed, kind of a... Kind of a scowl, but with a slight upturned smile, like they're looking forward to verbally going back and forth with you, you know, then just kind of walking in from uh, what you understand the the uh, living quarters to be for Rapid Falcon and Falcon Girl. You see Falcon Girl comes down. It's like, oh, Remix, glad you're here. We've been we've been waiting for you. And I think, you know, after all these introductions, I think the important piece that you forget about here is uh, Rapid Falcon. That seems weird because it's always either Rapid Falcon doing the texting to bring everyone together or directing Falcon Girl to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I think um, probably the first thing that Remix does is immediately get annoyed with Royale saying... It's about time you showed up. And Remix is, is uh, I think, going to kind of reactively say, well, like, what does that mean? Well, phones are a two-way street. You know, well, you, don't, you, you don't have to just wait for us to come calling. I mean, you sound just like, you know, everyone that's ever, you know, just found reasons not to reach out to me, you know, or... 
anybody of just saying, you know, the phone works two ways. You know, you can call me too, that kind of thing. Like, you sound exactly like everyone who has just found reasons to not give a shit about me. And I just... I knew that you felt that way. And then he second guesses himself. Why am I telling myself that you think this? <laughs> it feels frustrated thinking about that. And I think that, uh, you know, Falcon Girl comes over. Remix, come on. You know that, you know, Royale just doesn't like to open up. Things have just kind of been been busy uh, we things didn't go well the last time we were together yeah i mean i guess i guess you could say that yeah things they could have gone better you know to say the least i guess does remix have chicken now still still no quasi um wh when would i have gotten chicken you know what i don't i don't i'm actually going to i'm gonna you know what actually i am gonna have chicken i'm gonna try to create chicken um, let's say, uh, that's a, a 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're definitely able to create some chicken. Uh, what, what piece of this, uh, chicken do you choose under the list to, uh, trifle with? Um, uh, let's do... Mm, let's say that we create, uh, <laughs> not trying to create chicken. Um, oh gosh, so many good options for this. I think I want, I think I just want it to be temporary. Yeah, silence notices it and it's just temporary. So like as Quasi goes to take some <laughs> take some bites of the chicken, it just disappears. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, basically that's kind of what happens. Like Quasi goes to uh, you know start biting down on the chicken, but it pops away before he does, and he's like, "Remix, what happened to the?" And you see Quasi's mouth starting to move, like. You know, he's continuing asking you the question, obviously, what happened to the chicken? But uh, now when Quasi talks, he's silent. He doesn't seem to notice that he's silent, though. And uh, Remix will just do like a like a shrug of like, I don't know. And just, uh, I guess, turn back to Falcon Girl. And, um, yeah, and just say, like, you were saying. Well, it's just, you know, hard for Royale to trust, and we just have to keep working at that. And it's, it's not easy, but, you know, we're a team, right? Yeah, I mean... I guess you're right, you know, I mean, teams do fight, I mean, not, not every team lasts forever, but I guess some teams do last longer than others, but I don't know, I think, 
it's I, I guess I can kind of understand where it's hard to trust people, you know? And I think the brain royale pops off with, yeah, like when you tell your team that you're in position, but you're still on your way in an Uber. You know, why can't you be the one that's muted instead of Quasi-Raptor? I'm trying to understand you, and yet you just are nagging away in the back of my brain. Well, maybe it's because you just like to use me to validate all the negative thoughts that you give yourself in this world remix. And you can see things kind of start to shift and change. Uh, you see kind of quasi pops away like a uh, bubble falcon girl pops away. And Royale just kind of like starts to shift and change and just kind of grow into this like kind of ogreish creature just like 10 feet tall. Their uh, staff that they carry with them just kind of becomes enlarged like a club and they just kind of smash it into the ground of this quickly like darkening base. Maybe I'm just the person that you put all the negative feelings on because you don't want to admit to yourself your flaws. It's easier because you think I'm a bitch all the time. And I think they're going to swing in with this giant club to try and attack you. What does Remix do? I think, honestly, like, Remix is going to um, just try to, for some reason, feel like he can just stop the club with his hand. And just as it's swinging, try to stop it with his hand as it's like, reaching and making contact with him, basically. You know what? I like that. Um, go ahead. Uh, this is definitely a, uh, this isn't more, definitely an obstacle. Uh, mm -hmm. You're not really engaging them in combat. Go ahead and give me an Unleash Your Powers roll. Okay. Let's do, and I think I have some conditions that affect that. Yeah, Hopeless gives me a negative two on that. Okay, and so that is a six. All right. Um, yeah, I think you reach out your hand and you can kind of feel, and you, you see this like giant club starting to slow. Mm -hmm. But is what Royale said kind of accurate for Remix? Well, Royale Ogre, accurate, like that, like it's easier in his mind to project her saying this yeah for sure yeah I, I think that's i think it's accurate i think it lands yeah. and i think just that knowledge that obviously in this mental mindscape you know having access to that uh i think that resonates and just that momentary like acceptance hesitation from that lets that force come down but i think you're able to Hold it long enough that you're kind of able to get away a bit, so you're able to take it from a powerful blow down to just uh, go ahead and mark a condition for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to mark... I'm going to mark insecure. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so you get knocked back. A bunch of the stuff in this, uh, you know, facility, like the computer, just gets smashed up by this club. And, you know, you're rolling, picking yourself back up off the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you do? You still see this uh, Ogre Royale smashing about. Uh, so I'm going to say, like, honestly, I mean... First off, you are kind of a bitch. Just being honest, you kind of are a bitch. But you might be right that I might put a little bit of my own insecurities on you, and that's unfair. But again, I mean, you, you are kind of a bitch. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. You don't have to hit me again. I'm just saying. A little. I think this is, in a weird way, a provoke someone role. Uh, you're trying to, like, provoke them into not swinging at you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a role plus superior. Unless you have, like some other move in your list that you would like to try and do instead. Um... Oh, and don't forget for that six, and uh, I don't think you've actually failed any other rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to mark your potential. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. I was going to forget, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. Um, what was I gonna do? Uh, oh, the provoke someone roll. Okay. Yep. Uh, let me roll that. That is. Let me see if there's anything affecting me right now with that. I don't think so. No, because I don't feel guilty right now. So that would be. It's just plus superior, yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a twelve. Okay, on a 10, they rise to the bait and do what you want. Um, I think that bit of acknowledgement in that you start to see them shrink down again to regular Royale size. And they're just kind of like, they still look as snarky as ever. And she just kind of says, yeah, well, you can always, you know, like, text more than just a K or a location ping or something, you know. Yeah, I might be brash, but, you know, how much time have you even put into knowing me? Like, yeah, I don't text you, but how often do you text me too? Neither of us text each other. Why do you even want to be a hero anyway? I don't know, I mean... I, I mean, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's fun, you know, it's fun saving the day. It's fun taking down bad guys. It's fun, and it is fun being on a team, but I don't know. I think there's just, it's not enough to, I think, just be normal. Like, I want to be the best and i feel like heroes are already the best but i want to be the best hero i want to be the coolest hero i want to be just the best i guess that's it and i don't know maybe it's maybe it's stupid it's stupid 
Well, sounds to me, champ, like, uh, I think, you know, you talk about wanting to be, you know, the best. It sounds like you kind of haven't been being the best friend to the rest of your team. They haven't been the best friend to you either, but golly gee, one of you needs to just take that first move and start being the best friend you can to the other. And you see Hip Hop Henry is like peeking up out from behind the wreckage of the computer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, golly geez aside, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if you believe in you, but, uh, I believe in you. And, you know, you can create all kinds of things. It sounds to me like the thing a hero would want to create is a way out of here. I mean, uh, I guess so? If I... I don't even know how that works, but... I guess you're right. I mean, I'm just in my mind, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna try to create... I think I'm just gonna try to create a staircase. <laughs> Literally, like, a staircase to just, like, walk out. And a door. Like a staircase and a door. Just, like, walk out. Oh, gosh. This is a snake eyes. <laughs> this is absolutely trash. Oh, no. I think you create exactly what you intend to create. You create mm -hmm. a staircase that just mm -hmm. kind of pops up and, you know, there's a door at the top. Mm -hmm. And I think as you create it at the top of the stairs, open from the door, uh, it opens and there is a man walking down, dark sunglasses over his eyes, black collared shirt with the collar popped up, black pants, black boots, black gloves. And he's walking down with uh, his hands steepled like a Mr. Burns, excellent. As he walks down, he just says, I thought that perhaps the hero remix would finally be able to be silenced. But here you are, in your mind so loud, all I want is quiet. And if my gas wouldn't do the job, I guess I will have to. And this dream remix just pops. The bass pops. As Hip Hop Henry is popping, he's saying to you, Well, gosh, remix, you can do it. You're more powerful than him. I know you'll figure it out. And he's gone. And it's just you and silence, slowly walking down the stairs. No sounds of his feet hitting the stairs as he's walking down. Just staring at you. Great. Um, well, um, so he's just making his way down the stairs. I'm going to, 
He's just making his way down the stairs. Like, how far away is he from me? Like, is he, like, really far up the stairs, or is he, like, pretty close? I think that at this point, uh, he's maybe about halfway down the stairs. He's got, you know, a decent distance to go, but nothing that, you know, a little dramatic tension isn't going to uh, suffer from. So you definitely have time to, you know, do something before he gets down there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm going to try and create a, <laughs> I'm going to try to create a, uh, a hole under him as he steps on the stairs. I'm just going to try to do that. Um, and see if he just falls through the hole and away from me. Uh, okay. This is not, this is not terrible. Uh, this is a, oh, it's actually pretty good. This is a 10. Awesome. And so I think that, you know what, keep the, we'll keep the 10 for right now. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and give me a pierce the mask roll. That's a plus mundane mm -hmm. as he's walking down the stairs. Okay. That is... That's a six. Yeah, I think that in your head, you hear, and this is a very strange thing to hear, in your head, in a world that, as you understand it, is in your head. Uh-huh. Uh, but as far as your perception goes, in your head, you hear, this doesn't matter. No one's coming to save you. Just you and me alone here, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Uh, go ahead and choose your uh, one flaw with this, uh, with your create something role for this hole. Um, I'm going to say that. Um, I'm gonna say that it. Mm, I'm just like, I don't even know what I would want this to be, but I'm going to say that it triggers a blocked memory and I'm going to mark a condition. Um, and I'm going to mark, I'm going to mark afraid. Yeah. I am feeling almost all the things. <laughs> yeah. I think you create this hole and he falls through it. And there's a bit of a loop where... He falls through the hole, he lands, and kind of like starts falling down the stairs and falls back into this hole and falls back onto the top of the stairs and falls back through and pops out of the door and falls through and pops out of the door and falls through the hole. Just this loop. And it reminds you of when you were little. Uh, I want to say that you were, I don't know, maybe four or five. You were running around, running around upstairs, and you go to come downstairs, and you trip, and you fall down the stairs. I think when you land, you are kind of, you know, you're startled, you're scared, you're crying. I think your mom comes up, and she's like, Gerald, Gerald, hey, what happened? I fell down the stairs, and, and I was just playing. I don't know what happened, and I'm so hurt. I just... Oh, baby, it's okay. Just just take a deep breath in for me. 
take a deep breath out. Now, does anything hurt? Does anything hurt on you? Uh, yes. Um, uh, my, uh, my head. Okay, well, let me, let me look. Let me just look. And she's looking over and doesn't see, like, any kind of bruise. And I think she just looks and says, All right, just keep breathing for me, baby. Now, you just fell down the stairs. You rolled down. You were a little bruised, but, you know, you're not... You're not hurt real bad. You're not, you know, all, all the all the pain in your head, babies, just because you're scared. You startled yourself. You scared yourself. You hit a couple stairs. You got a little bumps, but nothing worse than when you when you're running around playing outside and you trip and get back up and keep on running around the yard. Take another couple breaths for me. How do you feel, baby? A little, a, a little better. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all in your head, baby. Just it's all in your head now. Uh, you're my you're my big brave boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I want my big brave boy to do is just take a second, just breathe in. You're gonna be a little sore, but but you're my big strong boy, and you're all right. And as soon as you just take a deep breath and get yourself settled. You're going to be right as rain, and you're going to be back up running around playing again. I think something clicks in your mind right now that everything here is in your mind. Uh, when, from now on, when you go to create something with your mind, uh, you're just going to be going off of your Unleash Your Powers. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um... And I think finally, at this point, after this memory comes through, you see he finally bounces over one of the steps and misses the hole and lands at the bottom of the stairs. And he's starting to get up, dusts himself off. The strange thing with this one is that normally when he does some kind of motion, you know, there's no sound to it. You can actually mm -hmm. hear him dusting off. Um, and with that realization, I'm going to kind of chuckle a little bit. <laughs> I can hear you now. And, um, I'm actually going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to try to create, um, <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm going to try to create an escalate <laughs> to come from the void and run him over. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah, go ahead and unleash your powers for that. Um, that is a... This is a seven. Uh, yeah, go ahead and with a seven, uh, you can mark a condition or I'll tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Um... I will let you tell me how it is unstable or temporary. I think it's unstable or temporary because, uh, you know, it flies in, it hits him, and you can see as it hits him, he rolls up onto the hood of the Escalade and kind of like flashes 
into it through the front window as he's bouncing on it. And I think as it stops there, uh, the back door opens up. Um, I guess, uh, I guess I'll get in. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> so as you're climbing in, uh, you see laying on the floor of the Escalade mm -hmm. is your phone. And uh, you can hear, I swear, these heroes are going around and they're part of some big conspiracy that we need to be watching out for. All these people that are coming in here and taking over the superheroing of our town, that you, you gotta watch out for them. All these people coming in here, you can hear the loop of conspiracy theory just going on about some tangent about like out of town heroes coming in. And I think as you're stepping in to this Escalade, uh, your eyes kind of like start blinking and you realize you're passed out on the back of the seat. No sign that you had tried smashing this window out. No sign that you had been removed from the front seat's uh, footwell. And I think you just see a very scared look in the eyes of silence. Listen, man, don't, don't, don't hurt me. Don't, don't hurt me. I was just, I was just, I got paid to do this, man. I got paid to do this. Don't hurt me. Paid to do what? Uh, either way, he's gonna, he's gonna come get me, so it doesn't matter. Sonic Crusher. Sonic Crusher has contacts from, from jail. He had a, he had a big backer behind him and stuff he was doing. This guy goes by, goes by Mr. Business. He had, he had financial backing from this dude and Sonic Crusher is, he's real, he's real upset that he's in jail now. You cost a lot of people a lot of money and they needed you taken out and they paid me to do it. I, uh, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm still just trying to wake up a little bit here. I mean, uh, oh God, it's. Hold on, and can I just, and I'm actually going to, like, tap on the screen to stop con the conspiracy um, just looped audio of, like, I can't think straight when I'm hearing just his irritating voice in my <laughs> mind. And, um, and just say, so where are you, where, where are you taking me right now? Or where, where are we even at? We're, we're, we're down by the docks. It's, there's a warehouse down here that they, that I get, I get paid to bring people to. I leave them here. I don't ask questions on what happens to them after. Yeah, I just, I mean, I mean, like, you know, just, just a question. I don't know if this, like, you know, how much did you get paid for me? Like, what's, what's the going rate? I, I got... I got offered 500000 You must have cost somebody a lot of money for that. 500000 That... Somehow that is simultaneously higher and lower than I expected. I just... 500000 And I'm... 
I got millions of followers, my social impact. I just, you know what? I, I'm thinking about things that don't matter, to be honest. You know what? Um, you know, uh, you know, is, is, is it a, open this door. I, I want to get out. You know what? I, I want to get out. I'm, I want to remove myself from this narrative. Uh, you look over, you see that there is like an actual door handle on this door. Uh, it looks like whatever this gas was, it had you thinking that you put up more of a fight than you thought you did. Well, it had you putting up less of a fight than you thought you did. Like, for Cutspiracy to be going and you mm -hmm. to just be laid out in the back, you were out within that 30 seconds that you got in and were checking out this, uh, mm -hmm. checking out this car. Oh, no, I still want that guy to come and open the door. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right away. Uh, you see him, he gets out, and he comes and opens the door for you. Uh, uh, I, it feels weird to say thank you for you attempting to kidnap and whatever me, uh, but goodbye? Yeah, yeah, uh, I do not hope to see you again. Yeah, me neither, bud. And are you even, like, a, a Lyft driver, Uber driver? I don't even know. Are you actually a driver for for them? Yeah, whenever I... I'm always told where the person will be when I get them. And uh, I give myself five-star ratings from their phones afterwards. They don't need their phone. Wow. That somehow makes you an even worse person. Faking five-star reviews? What a scumbag. I'm giving you one star. I and think, I'm going to write a very long review. I think you see a... Uh, he looks a little more wounded by that. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna like, like as I, I'm gonna like, you know what? I'm gonna do it right now. And I, <laughs> pull out, I pull out my phone and I, I give the one star review. And as I press it, I'm gonna actually try to, <laughs> I'm gonna try to do a, um, not like a real like sound wave push, but like just like a little shove basically from my <laughs> sound wave powers of just like pushing him into the car yeah uh i would say that at this point i i think that you can absolutely take a uh a plus one forward on this move against him so go ahead and roll your uh unleash your powers cool uh that is gonna be <laughs> nope that's gonna be a two <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you do it but i think in the middle of you looking down for your one-star review. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're just kind of, like, offhandedly doing this as you're, like, hitting send on it. Mm -hmm. So that way it can give that emphasis of, like, oh, not this hit, this one-star review really wounded you to knock you down. He's already in the car driving away. Mm hmm And I think what happens here is as you go to cast, the, as you go to, like, create this sound wave... Mm -hmm. the peeling of his tires just kind of like flings some like loose dirt and stuff up at you. So I think you create this little sound wave, but it gets shot off into the sky as you're getting pelted in the face with uh, 
gravel and dirt as he peels off and drives away. Yeah, I guess I deserve that. And I'm just going to kind of brush myself off. And, uh... And then I'm actually going to, like, pull out my phone and start uh, getting ready to go live on TikTok. <laughs> uh, I think as you're about to do that, mm -hmm. the panel kind of focuses is on your phone as mm -hmm. you're, like, swiping, as you're swiping to go over to TikTok. A message to the chat channel for the team pops up, and it's Rapid Falcon, and it just says, I think we all need to have a talk no training mission just talk uh, i think that's where it's going to wrap for this issue of cape chronicles nice all right uh remix how are you feeling after that for your uh, end of session stuff um that's a great question i have so many conditions um i'm feeling all the things now um, let's see, we have, um, I'm gonna say, it feels weird to say that I would grow closer to the team, because no one directly did anything, it was me talking to myself, basically, mm -hmm. um, but I do feel closer to the team, I suppose, um, yeah, I don't know if there it makes much sense to give anyone influence, I suppose, for it. Um, but I do feel closer to the team, I guess. Um, would you think it would make sense to give influence? Because I think I have an idea of who I would give it to if we had to. But Yeah, I think that it makes sense to grow closer to the team. You're not the only person in this little series who has grown closer to the team. Thankfully... Mm -hmm. Through all this, no one has grown away from the team. Yeah, that's that's. That, I guess that's good. <laughs> uh, we've had a couple of uh, own images, but we've had a we've had at least one other uh, closer to the team, so it's not out of the uh, realm of possibility. Yeah, um, I guess in a shocking turn of events, I am going to give influence to Royale. Uh, listeners. Just as a little uh, peek behind the podcast curtain, we record a master call for the sessions, and right now the person running that is our very own Royale. Uh, hey, Chelsea, do uh, you have influence over Remix? Okay, uh, Remix does not uh, have influence held by Royale, so... Go ahead and mark that Royale on your sheet. Remix, you have given influence to Royale. And, uh, boy, this is gonna make for a very interesting, uh, season finale coming <laughs> up. And just so everyone knows, uh, kind of what's going on going forward, uh, I'll go ahead and say this here, and I'm sure I'll say it in the mid-roll. Uh, coming up, this episode is going live on August 3rd. It will be August 3rd or after when you're listening to it. The season finale of Cape Chronicles Season 1 will drop on Wednesday, August 17th. The retrospective episode will go live September 7th. September 21st should be uh, 
season tr season two premiere trailer with a season two start of October fifth. But we hope you've been enjoying this uh, little four part look into the couple weeks after everything's gone down since uh, the rave when everyone was last together. And we look forward to you coming back for that season finale. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more thrilling tales and dramatic stories. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks. Masks A New Generation is written by Brennan Conway and published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for your own copy and to make your own stories within the world of Halcyon City. Thank you all for listening, and on behalf of everyone here at Project Derailed, we'll see you soon. Projectderailed.com And thank you, Chelsea. It is a fart machine. <laughs> Not the fart machine. It is very Truman Show. <laughs> very. It's very, very Truman Show.